When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. listeners welcome back to yet again another episode of the beautiful game podcast as always i'm your host budge and i'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators dot and dej gents how's it going man i'm good budge man how are you i'm very well i know you guys are very well too good. i don't even need to ask that question do european I? champions <laughs> i'm riding the crest of a wave we did it six <laughs> times we've won it six times <laughs> everyone all the opposition fans are like yeah we can't wait for the pod we can't wait for the pod so now they've got it man yeah, yeah absolutely man absolutely so i know they really we're... don't mean that but you know what <laughs> so we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get into all of that we're gonna get into all of that we also have um two uh, returning guests, you guys will be familiar with both of them. One of them, uh, uh, was, who's also a, a Liverpool fan, was, uh, um, I mean, he had his uh, AK-45 loaded to the brim yesterday <laughs> on, on the timeline. <laughs> with, oh, you know, man, he, man. Was, he was really, really oh, letting hey, it fly, man. man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Left, right and centre, right. He Six was, tweets per minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really wasn't taking any prisoners, man. Oh. <laughs> so we welcome back Loso to the pod. What's going on, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I know. I know you are. You are excited. Oh, I know you're, no, you're really. When he says he's good, he's really, really Thanks good. Thanks for coming on, Lowe's. Yeah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate back, it, man. Because it was like last minute, and it was like, yeah, yeah like Lowe's yeah, still in the family. Yeah, yeah, so anytime you want to come on, come on, Absolutely, and we're also welcoming back. You know, our our, our good friend. Um, unfortunately, he's seen better days. He looks like he's just uh, come back from a desert island. You know, he's got bags under his eyes. I think he's he's uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he looks a bit dishevelled. Um, you know, especially 
after after a, a, a certain game. I always feel like I'm talking about a certain game that he um. Would you have the bad luck? May, maybe I might just be. You know what I mean? Because I was I was I was I was singing the praise of the team. You before. said that he was having tapas. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've all gone to pot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, and ever since then he's just been. He's, it's just led him to the bottle, innit? He's just not been able to put down his six packs. <laughs> so um, we welcome back our, our faithful Spanish correspondent, Ishmael. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Let's just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're, we're going to try and keep it to... Uh, yeah, we're going to try and be civil here with you, man. Why? I, I understand Why? he's still, you know, recover- <laughs> there's, there's some scar tissue, do you know what I mean? He's still licking his wounds, man. Let's not beat a man whilst he's down, you know? <laughs> I'm still concussed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, man. Okay, cool. Um, so let's get the let's get the conversation started. I think it would be it's a it's a very relevant place for us to start off um, with the you know the really really sad news that we 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 all and the footballing world um, heard yesterday with the the tragic passing of um, Jose Antonio Reyes. Um, so you know, of course, with with such news, we're gonna sort of start the pod off in a in a slightly different way. And I think it would be good for us to have a bit of a tribute to to him. You know, obviously our our thoughts and our prayers are um, out to his family and his close ones. I know he had um, you know a beautiful family, he had a wife and two daughters. So so you know our our, our thoughts are with them. Um, and I think it's it's very timely that we have our Spanish correspondent on um, today because he can give a a really good account of 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 Reyes, uh, for us. Um, in our tribute, so so please, Ishmael, like take it away, man. What what are your 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 fondest memories of 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 Reyes, man? What kind of He's player a, was he? It, it's sad. He was very like versatile um, player. Mm-hmm. In the wing, you never wanted to play against him. Mm-hmm. Defenders had nightmares with him at his peak at Sevilla and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. He had a few good seasons with Atletico a bit, but it mm-hmm. wasn't nothing like before when he was at Arsenal and mm-hmm. Sevilla. Mm-hmm. But I think we've seen the best of him playing with good players at Arsenal when Arsenal had that great team. If I'm not wrong, he won the Premier League with you lot as well. Yeah. And he won, if I'm not wrong as well, he won the league with Real Madrid uh, one of the seasons that he was in there. Mm. And basically he's competed for everything, won titles, he's had a healthy career, mm. but now he's leaving his family away too soon. Two yeah, daughters. It's really sad because I, I remember seeing a video um, of of him. I think he had been away for a little while and he'd just come back and he surprised his two daughters. Yeah. I, I'm not, did you guys see that video as well? Yes, and he's yes. like, you know, picking them up and, and cuddling them and kissing them and stuff. And it's like... Yeah, the family so lives in Sevilla and he's playing now in another part in Spain. He was, he was playing in another part. Mm. And he was coming to see the family. And I think he was coming or leaving from seeing them. And he was just spending time with his son as well. Okay. And then he just passed away like that. That's why the driving thing in Spain needs to be taken care of. So, in, in, in fact, this is actually something that you were speaking to us about off air. Because um, when we were asking about like how it happened, because obviously he unfortunately died in a car crash. Obviously, the first question is, you know, who, who was he with? Was he alone? Um, what car was he driving? Like, how, how, how fast was he going? Was it a collision with someone else? So please, like, clear that up for us, man. Like, what kind of? I'm not it... too sure yet if he was mm-hmm. with somebody else, uh, but he was driving a Mercedes, mm-hmm. 150 miles per hour. He was driving that, and apparently the tire 
explode. Mm -hmm. So then the car just lose control and flipped around, and then it was on fire. Yeah, and and the thing that that other thing that you mentioned was like, because the my first reaction to that was he's driving ridiculously fast, but then you seem to be like no, so indifferent to what yeah. to, to it. Like, like it's, it's normal. So I, is that that's how I. I've seen it all my life, and all the players in Spain drive particularly very fast. Most of them. So it's a normal thing yes, for people to drive to, nice, to their speeds. If I'm not wrong, Benzema also had a car crash okay. with uh, with his Lamborghini or Ferrari, mm -hmm. and the car got destroyed as well. And some, uh, if you look at it, most of them lose their license because of how they drive mm. in Spain. A lot of the players don't ha even have a license. Yeah. So because wow. they lose the license because they are driving too fast, mm. and that's why Cardinale was saying what he said. He wasn't saying that he doesn't deserve a tribute or something. He was saying like, yo, he died, yeah, but he could have been even worse killing somebody because of how he was driving. Mm. Mm. And that makes sense. I'm not, I don't think he didn't say anything wrong mm. in that sense. He's like the former um, Valencia goalkeeper. Yes. Okay. And, and so this is something that is common amongst players, but you said also in general, like the culture in Spain is to drive, drive right. fast. So yeah. even people and who, who aren't footballers, like, you, you know. You're yeah, they, they, people actually drive fast in Spain. So, yes. Mm. Boy. Um, so, and so, like, I guess naturally my next question would be, do you think, like, what can you, what do you think can be done about it? Like, is there anything that can be done? Like, they, are, they are trying to put more uh, speed controls. Mm more safety, trying to get people to think more, don't drink and drive, all that stuff. They're working on it, they're actually doing. It has improved in the last few years, but we can still see in cases like that, that is still happening in a daily basis. Goodness, well, so yeah, give him, describe him in three words. Like if you had to just sum up his career, what would you, what are the three adjectives you, you would say to describe Reyes at his best? I'll say speed, skillful, um, very like very happy playing the game that he loves. Mm. Yeah, it's very very sad. I remember him rocking up to Arsenal in those jeans, those infamous <laughs> jeans, in it. Uh, yeah, you know. But um, yeah, it's sad. He's lost his life too soon. Yeah. 35 years of age we can only just you know give our condolences to his family and friends absolutely. and his loved ones so yeah r.i.p absolutely absolutely man really really sad to, to to hear that like like i said before the footballing world certainly has lost uh you know uh, uh, a big player man so so really really sad to hear that that like you like we um again already mentioned and you guys already added you know r.i.p to, to you know a, a legend of the game so I know we obviously started on a a bit of a downer, um, but on a on a lighter note, um, let's talk about six, baby. So in Madrid, so of course, um, yesterday was the Champions League final, um, contested between Liverpool and Spurs. Um, you know, I, unless you live under a rock, you will know that um, Liverpool won that final. A lot of Man United fans have been living <laughs> under a rock. Just, you know. <laughs> just to put that clear. So, yeah, all right. So this is that to, to, to those people in particular. Liverpool did win it. They they lifted the biggest trophy for the sixth time yesterday. Um, 
in terms of review of the game and talking points, there are a lot, mm. like a lot of layers to, 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 to discuss. And I, I think, you know, especially when we were previewing the game, we were talking about a lot of, um, of different things like that could uh, play a part in, in the final um, and who would win that, win that final. And I think there was, like I said, although there were many different talking points, there was one that was like, like overshadowed everyone, every, all of the other talking points. And that was obviously the decision of whether or not uh, Pochettino was going to start Kane. Mm-hmm. Right, so I guess we could start the discussion from that uh, standpoint. Yeah. Um. Of course, looking back, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But putting yourself in the shoes of Potticino, do you understand his decision? Do you agree with him? Um. I, un- or, I understand yeah. his decision. Mm. Obviously, Spurs first Champions League final. Kane, your best player. Yeah. You're gonna want to start him regardless because of the occasion that it is. Yeah. Um, obviously looking at it from a different point of view um, Kane's been out for three months mm. um, Spurs look they've looked a lot better without him in the team since I'd say the turn of the new year mm. so since like mm. January um, and then obviously the next uh, thing on your mind is Lucas bagged the hat-trick that mm. got you into the final in the first place so yeah. Pochettino's got a decision on his hands and yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. he went Kane instead of Lucas um, and it didn't work out for him. Mm. Ultimately, do you, you feel like it? that was... You bottled it. Do you feel like that was the, the, the <laughs> most pivotal decision that turned the whole no, game? No, no, no. Do you think yeah, that was... Yeah, that, that was a shocking but, decision from Pochettino. We went on another podcast, um, mm. Tapping, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how Harry Kane should have started from the bench. I said, yeah. also, I said that he yeah. shouldn't be in the squad. Yeah, as Loso... No, no, no. He's not fit. As Loso said, he was out for three months. For him to play the full 90 as well, that just makes you question the power dynamic at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can he be playing 90 minutes? We saw it with Jurgen Klopp. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I'll give you the opportunity. 60 yeah. minutes, not good enough. You're hooked up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. this team not is same. more important. And that paid dividends in the end. I yeah, mean, morals and principles won the day mm-hmm. for me. And I was saying that I believe Pochettino will probably go to Juventus now. <laughs> And you know what? I'm going to put a big wager on Harry Kane becoming the next manager of Tottenham. Because, you know, that is shocking. I mean, he controls the club. He no, controls the club. not like that. Harry Kane is, is like the king of England. He had to play that. that I know. That. No, yeah. I, it, it, it is. You can, you can see why, why Poch went with yes. you, 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 the man. No, no, no. Yes. I, I said it if, at the time that <coughs> Harry Kane against Liverpool has never really done anything this season. Yes. We played them two times yeah. and Harry Kane has been fully fit mm. and he's pretty much had a stinker. Mm. And he made that pass for the assist for the 2-1. I know, Anfield. and he made that same pass yesterday, but he that doesn't cover do up yeah, your, your game. It's yeah, just yeah, that it didn't culminate in a goal. Mm. But Harry Kane made 11 passes yesterday. Was that from the first half, innit? Yeah, and no, had, throughout the game, nine completed passes, 27 touches in, in yeah, the game. Sorry, he had the least and that's what I'm trying touches, to say. He's... Yeah the perfect striker for Liverpool to defend against and you've got a player that have literally carried you through the Champions League Lucas Moura. biggest game mm-hmm. of his career and you put him on the bench mm-hmm. and Bud you made a good point when we went on to the tapping podcast and mm-hmm. you said mentality mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. mentality and I'm Poch's biggest fan and I think he's an elite manager mm-hmm. but that's where you saw the gap between the two managers one manager was that you know what we're winning this game. We have to win this game. Yeah. And one manager was 
hoping to win the game. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying it for three weeks now. And every time I've said it, they're just giving me stick. Mm -hmm. After the Ajax win, I saw something in that Tottenham team where they said, mission accomplished. <laughs> this is, no, 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 this is done. We've got to the final. No disrespect to them. Yeah, yeah. We've got to the final. That's it. We now hope to win in the, in the yeah. final. Mm -hmm. Whereas Liverpool, I saw a coldness in their eyes saying yeah. that, okay, out, it's job done. We've mm -hmm. won 4-0. Nothing's done yet. We go to the final and we win that game. Yeah. But that's, yeah. the, that's the difference in experience. Basically, Klopp Liverpool has been through Tottenham it. last year. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Very similar. They, they qualify for the top no, four pretty much. No, the not last really. Day. No, no. Klopp has been through it with Dortmund, with you lot. Mm. So he's already got the experience in the Champions League. He's got. He had the same problem uh, when he was at Borussia Dortmund against Bayern. Yeah. He had a few of, the, of his best players injured as well. You know what I mean? He's learned from that experiences. Last season, I, I don't think yesterday was experience. I think yesterday, no, was yesterday. mentality. I, I, I think it was mentality. Don't, don't. You no. said it on you know tapping podcast that this game is going to be won by the managers, and mm -hmm. I think we saw that in its full abundance as well. Yeah, Klopp, you know, he was very he had to win that game at mm -hmm. all costs. Mm -hmm. That's why when he saw you know Firmino didn't have the spring in his step, he called on Divock, yeah, who went on to become the hero. Mm -hmm. Pochettino started Harry Kane. We all knew he's not fit. Mm -hmm. Lucas Moura. As you said, the guy that carried Tottenham through this Champions League run mm. on the bench yeah. until the last, what, 10, 15 minutes. How must he be feeling? Mm. I mean, this is why players or attackers don't want to be going to Tottenham because they know they're going to be playing second fiddle, to, second fiddle yeah. to Harry Kane. And, you know, it cost Tottenham at the end. And Harry Kane seems like a character that, you know, is all about him. Kind of. That's mm. the impression I get. Um, I might be wrong. And what he has to play. What's criminal is that he played the 90 minutes. Yes. That's yes. what's criminal. Yes. The guy couldn't run. He yes. made no runs in behind. He wasn't even a threat in mm. the game. And but surely that's came Pochettino. Him, that's Pochettino's fault. He's never going to signal to the bench. Oh, you yeah, know what? Um, and, and that's what I'm saying. He fought with it. He cracked under the pressure. Mm. It's as simple as that. You could only think that maybe Harry Kane, maybe in his contract, you know these players now, if I'm if I'm declared fit, I can play the 90 minutes. That's the only other thing. But maybe he was just selfish. Maybe he wasn't actually fit and Pochettino asked him, yo, yeah, of you course think? he's going to say yeah. 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 Exactly. That's, that, that's why I'm... I think that definitely happened. Yeah, he's not thinking about the him. He's only thinking about himself. The interesting thing is, is that I saw a lot of, you know, pundits, both Matt saying that Tottenham were the better team. I mean, Glenn Hoddle, Jermaine Genus, they all came out and said Tottenham were the better team. Yeah. But, all Spurs pundits. Yeah, yeah, all Spurs pundits. <laughs> but still, I'll still take their view into consideration, but... No. Liverpool were never under pressure under in that pressure. game and Klopp if you probably ask him you know privately you probably will say that was an easy win mm. yeah. like let's yeah, be honest we were watching it in the pub and we never actually felt that yeah we're under pressure let's they had honest. a little spell but yeah, that, that's, the Lucas Moura so that's it that's the only yeah, threat yeah. that they post nothing nothing, nothing else, else. Mm. nothing mm. else and it was it was coming the two the second goal it was going to come Liverpool okay they can like, you guys don't concede goals right now. Mm. So, you guys were like, okay, keep throwing and stuff at us, but mm. you don't really, you're not really hurting us. Every time that you actually went forward, it looked like if you guys yes, could have scored. Yes, that's, yes. That's, we that's, look like so killers, that's whereas they look like... Mm. They were hoping yes, to score. Like, hoping. I mean, Alisson Becker put in a masterclass of yeah, goalkeeping. Yeah. It was like a training routine for him. I'll just save and make it look comfortable. It was giving no encouragement. Mm. And that's the difference between last year's final. We had a keeper that was panicking and pooing his pants. Oh, he was concussed. Alisson Becker, yeah, concussed. I, as I, I said, I remember, I remember I told you about the Porto game. Same kind of performance mm. where we went away, we had a 2-0 lead. Mm. Alisson gave them no encouragement. 
Mm. It was like a sponge. Mm. Any shot that came in, he was yeah, like catching a red it. Wall. Mm. Yeah, it was like a wall. So, um, but to look at the game from a Tottenham perspective, I think, did they really leave it all out there on the pitch? I think there might mm. be a bit of reservation. And obviously, it starts with Pochettino. He's questionable decisions. I mean, that will send shivers through the Tottenham camp. They'll be thinking, wow. Kane's just been injured. We know he's not fit because they will know from their training session that this guy's not mm. fit. But yeah, Pochettino's going with him. And I think when I saw that lineup, I was happy. I'm not going to ask, thinking, mm, you know true. what? If Pochettino loses this, he's made he's a rod for him. his own back. And yeah, this is going to be yeah. on him. He's going to be looking back. This is but, a missed opportunity. But I, I, I understand what he did because if you, if you think about that way, when Ronaldo was at Real Madrid, even if he was out for three months, he would have started that game because it's a Champions know, League final. Is, like, no, I, I, don't, I don't no, think that two, the two it's, are comparable. It's, it's different because why, the form that Lucas was in... Because they're the most important players Yeah, but the form that Lucas was in, you have to play him. If anyone Ali, should have Dele been dropped, Dele Ali, yeah. Dele Ali. He stunk mm. the joint yesterday. Yeah, he might not have to be um, look, a carry can on the bench for Lucas Mora. Yeah, I understand that. But when you look at it, the star man, Messi, Ronaldo... Harry Kane, mm-hmm. they are always going to start in the Champions League final, even if they've been out for three months, unless it's an ACL. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Um, but obviously, a lot of people are blaming Poch for the selection or whatnot, but so many of the Spurs players need to take responsibility. As you lot said, we've done, we've done with Kane. Kane's done. Uh, <laughs> but Deli Ali, mm-hmm. poor. Missing in action. Ericsson, poor. poor. I don't blame Ericsson. Pochettino... But, why are you playing him on the right? Get him in a position to affect the game. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? Put him in that central area because all it takes is one moment for him to, to have an impact in the game. Yeah. So you're putting him in a position where he's not comfortable and you're playing against arguably the now the Square best team in the world. In yeah. So you're playing against the best team in the world and you're putting him in a position where he's uncomfortable. How do you, how do you expect him to impact that game? What? And this all goes back to the point where I'm saying Pochettino bottled it on the big occasion yesterday. Mm. Well, I think... Poch was thinking, so you see, if we go back to the game at Anfield, the second half where he yeah, switched yeah, the formation yeah. to the diamond, and then they were just pressing us from like the full backs on, so we weren't really like building much, so it wasn't really working for us. Obviously, he tried to do that again yesterday, but it didn't happen for them either. So they were getting the ball. What it looked like from us, it looked like we were just, uh, you lot can keep the ball for yeah, 60% yeah, yeah. of the game, we don't care, you're mm. just going to pass it around your back. As soon as you get anywhere near the 18 yard box, we're just going to shut up shop. Mm-hmm. You're not coming past that. And it worked. Mm, I yeah. think that game at Anfield wasn't a true reflection of Tottenham Liverpool. As I said to Dej at the time, we were going going for broke. Yeah, gung ho. Literally, we were playing no midfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were literally saying, you know what, let's lose this title. If we lose, cool. Mm. We were playing six attackers. And that's why those gaps were emanating in the middle. And we saw Musa Sissoko break the line several times because there was just too much space. Yeah. Mm. Where Liverpool have improved is that they were comfortable in that game. Yes. They played three midfielders and they said, you know what? We're not even going to get forward. We're just going to sit here. We're going to block that midfield mm. and you guys can't hurt us. And they couldn't. Mm. Yeah. To be honest, that game, if I'm going to dissect it from the beginning, mm. obviously the early goal, do you guys think it was a penalty or not? Clear penny. Absolutely. Clear so? penny. Clear Absolutely. penny. I've got my doubts. I got, I got my doubts. Your hand cannot be like that Who, in the why penalty. Why is his hand yeah. high above the who is he talking about? The, the, the reason why his hand was up is because he was pointing at somebody to go on the fence. Okay. Exactly, and that's okay. careless. But, that's careless, yes. Very careless. But, the ball hit him here. 
he tried to get his hand away. He couldn't anymore. Because yeah, but that's because he put his hand up in the air. So he was in an unnatural for you, for position. You, for you to tell someone, you don't have to yeah. put your hand up in the air to mm. tell someone. It's, it's a penny. It's, it's actually a yeah. penny. I had my doubts. When, mm. when it went to VAR, I was thinking, I was with some other Liverpool fans in the pub. We're like, wow, is this a penalty? No, and the guy was like, no, it's not a penalty. And it was given. But mm. to be honest, I thought the early goal for Liverpool kind of hindered them and it helped Spurs. Because I don't Spurs, think so, you know, no, because this. Spurs were like, okay, we're the underdogs. We can come out like of our shell. I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Liverpool had to go, okay, we're in this winning position. I the pressure's now on us. Mm. Well, I, I think that was Liverpool's tactic, honestly. Oh, to score in the first minute? Not, not to score in the first <laughs> yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, yeah. that's not the point I'm yeah, making. Yeah, the point on, I'm making is that was Liverpool's tactic to just be rigid. To be rigid in that game. To not go pressing like this is a cup final mm. like mm. take your time you've got mm. time and mm. Bush said that even if Liverpool go 1-0 down they're mm. good enough to, to overturn that's why I said I was saying that if Tottenham go 1-0 up Liverpool turn around if Liverpool go 1-0 up it'll be 2-0 because mm. the mentality I was saying that Liverpool players it was like they were hungry lions that hadn't been fed for eight days mm. and that was the way <laughs> even before the game started yeah. we saw Mo Salah I saw his face was like almost smiling at home the way I'm going to ruin you lot, it's going to be a, a deadly, deadly day. Yeah. We didn't quite see that. As I said, both teams were poor, oh, yeah. but Liverpool were a bit worse. Yeah. That's the way it was. And But again, no one's going to remember this game. People just remember six times Madrid yeah. 2019 champions. And that's the way it was. So, and and Divock Origi, how poignant was it for him to come off the bench, and just as he's done in other games. Absolutely. I mean, he's become the new Ronnie Rosenthal of Liverpool Football Club. Mm-hmm. The guy with the late winners and... I mean, he's a legend. He won't ever have to buy. He won't ever have to buy a drink in Liverpool. He's reinvented himself, isn't it? Because he was again. That was a player that was maligned. He was on that. You know, how how fitting is it? Yeah, yeah. Funes Mori. You know, he went on loan to Wolfsburg. Had a dry spell. We were all thinking, wow, he's going to get sold. He was being touted to go to Wolverhampton, Fulham. There was even a point we were like, "Where's Origi?" We thought like he's played his last game for Liverpool. We didn't think he was going to play like again and. Again, it's mentality. Mm, yeah. It's a common theme we keep using on this program. Mm. It's mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never complained. Mm. He said he knows that he's good enough to make mm. out Liverpool and he's proved it. Mm. And apparently he's in talks of getting a new contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think what he's done as well is I don't think Liverpool signed a striker now. I think it's gonna be shared between Firmino, Origi and Brewster now, the young lad. I so think you think you think you think um Daniel Sturridge goes this summer? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. his contract's yeah. running yeah. out. Yeah. Him and Moreno will be leaving the club. Yeah. Okay, Moreno. I think I think I think we will get another striker. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think, think we'll... I think. So who? who? Not. Loso, what names? I think like, what Origi is probably going to be used as a wide player. Okay. We might not get another wide player, but I think we'll definitely get another forward. In the mold of... I don't think Klopp likes strikers. Mm-hmm. He'd rather get another winger that can play up front. Yeah, so like obviously we've been linked with like the Pie, Pepe, and all of those mm-hmm. guys. So that like, someone. In yeah. and around that someone that can play wide and okay. versatile. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, just to go back to Tottenham, I think we've been slating them a bit too much, but they've had a brilliant season. Let's not. No, yeah, 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 yeah. All, all things after, considered, after, yeah. After all the adversity that they've suffered, he's done a great job. I mean, the development of Harry Winks this season. He was their best performer yesterday and for he got me. Subbed off. Yeah. off. Um, Danny Rose showed a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. I know the quality was lacking a bit, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, man, they're, they're, Liverpool are the better team and Liverpool yeah. expected to win that game and ultimately that's how it... That's what I, yeah. I think Daniel Levy needs to loosen those purse strings because Pochettino needs help and yeah. I'm sure this is going to be one of the bones of contention in the summer. 
Like Pochettino said he wants to be in the final again. And he's probably going to ask Daniel Levy, are you going to provide the funds for me to be in the final? Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, at the end, there was the case of the walking wounded for Tottenham. They mm-hmm. were limping. You saw like three or four players injured at one moment. They were Danny really Rose, tired. So, And the thing is, that's not the first time this season mm-hmm. that Sissoko's like broken down mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, they need investment. They're yeah. in the top four, new stadium. So it's good and new horizons for Tottenham, but they need to be backed. Mm. Pochettino mm. needs help. The players need help. So I, I think I think point. Spurs will be alright, man. Mm. They've been linked yeah, to you have like to, you uh, have to build. You have to build. Leon, what's that Leon yeah, that's what's a bit scary. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. They've, they've, been, they've, they've been linked to players. It's not mm. like no reports have come out saying Poch ain't getting no money like he mm. did like the season just gone. Mm. So I think they will they will invest and they will go again. But mm. whether or not Poch is there for them to go again with mm, yeah. we don't know mm, I mean well I think one of the defining moments in the game was I was thinking this is 1-1 <laughs> it didn't culminate in a shot but I was thinking 1-1 mm. Son was 1-1 one one through on goal it's like he had the beating of Van Dijk mm. just put on the, the after beating of Van Dijk. <laughs> yeah I honestly <laughs> thought Van Dijk was gone yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought oh, he was yeah, gone no, there no, no, yeah, yeah. and I mean this Rolls Royce of a defender mm. somehow tackles him and, and gets the ball and I mean Van Dijk hasn't been dribbled past in 62 games. Whole season. <laughs> no, no. 62 games, Wood. He's won 54 out of 54 tackles. I mean, this is what I said. I put a tweet and I said, this is a computer glitch. Yeah. It's not... What, Ballon d'Or? He's definitely he's, in the conversation. He's going to be in the middle of either him or Messi. And the last defender to win the Ballon d'Or was Cannavaro, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. Italy won the World Cup, World Cup yeah, and, World and they won the... Yeah, and was it you Juve, Juve won? I think he only won the World Cup that year. Yeah, if I'm he, I think they cheated on Ri. On Ri should have won it. And, and they were asking Van Dijk about Ballon d'Or, and he said, "You know what? Give it to Messi. Messi's the best, best player. player but yeah. if you give it to me, I'll take it all." No, all yeah, Van, Van Dijk's humble like that. He voted. He said he came out and said Still. that he voted for Sterling in it for yeah. the PFA. So it doesn't surprise me that he said Messi's the best player that deserves it, regardless mm. of Champions League results and whatnot. So and also, where does this leave Jurgen Klopp in the you know of of managers? Is he the best in the world, or can he throw his hat into the ring, or what do you think? I think or not? Yeah, go on, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think he, I think he was already there. He he just needed the titles to back it. Mm-hmm. Him since the Dortmund days with um with Mourinho with Guardiola, mm. now with Zidane in there. I think. What about Valverde? Eh? No, no, no. We're going to go into that. We're going to go. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, so don't worry. It's one, of, one of the best. One, one, yeah, probably. Uh, between him and Guardiola? Yeah, because Mourinho doesn't have a team right now. Yes. yes. So, Dad, do you see like a Liverpool dynasty? Like... Yeah, and you know what's funny? I remember a few weeks ago we said this with City as well. Pep's building a dynasty. And mm. both of them are operating in the same league. So, you know what? I think it's going to be a clash for the next. However, however both are in the league, it's yeah. just going to be between mm. them two. So, I think if you're a fan of Arsenal, if you're a fan of Tottenham, Chelsea, United, I think it's going to be lean years in the domestic scene mm. because these are two teams that aren't letting up. They're continuing to invest. And let's be yeah. honest, their streets ahead. Do you know what? And just to, just to support that statement, what I've been doing, particularly this week, is I've been spending a lot of time um, listening to and reading, uh, like, listening to, um, uh, what's it, like, basically watching videos on YouTube of interviews of um, 
like the the chairman of of, of of clubs and stuff. So for example, at City they've got uh, Khaldun Al Mubarak. So yeah, I've been watching yeah, yeah, yeah. some interviews from him. Mm-hmm. I've been um, reading some articles from. Is it John John, John Henry? Henry. John Henry. Yeah. What what scares me <laughs> in particular, uh, more so about <laughs> Liverpool, because we all, we all know exactly what City. You know, City have already they had their transfer targets for the next yeah. season already halfway through the season. You know, they operate like. You know, such a well-run club. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. And they have football people right at the top throughout the club. But the article that I read um, from from, from Mr. Henry, he basically was stating that... um, They're happy with the, 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 like, the the way the season's culminated. However, in the summer, Liverpool are going to spend whatever it takes in order for them to win the Premier League next season. And that scares me. Because I think about, I think about how much I, I know City are willing to spend, and if he's willing to open up the purse strings to that extent, then the the gap will widen. So, like, I can't even begin to comprehend how, how much the, the gap is going to. Yeah, that, that, and, and that's really scary. That's really scary. And and I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Michael when he was on recently, and he was talking about. Um, what players that can come to improve uh, a side who've only lost one game? Mm. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's where scary, where man. where scary, where do scary. you really where do you really improve? So yeah, it, I, 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 again, like we've we, we've said on on numerous occasions before, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how it all how it all unfolds. It's in, funny in the summer, because but... it's funny because like the last twelve months of Liverpool, they've just had demons to exercise mm. all year, like. We never want to have this feeling again of like losing a Champions League final, mm. and again like next year they're gonna be like, we lost the Premier League, we got ninety seven points, <laughs> we're men on a mission, mm-hmm. we want to deliver this league title, and once you get the taste of that success, you yeah. start craving it. Mm. Liverpool mm-hmm. are gonna go all out for the Club World Championship. They're mm-hmm. gonna go all out for the European Super Cup. They're gonna go all out for the Community Shield because you've now built a squad that want to win. Mm-hmm. And they know how it feels to win. Success is addictive, isn't it? Mm. Definitely. Like a drug. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. And, and just to finally wrap up on, on this segment on um, the Champions League, I, I remember saying to you guys off, off air, um, I, and I maintained like, the whole way that I, I was so sure that Liverpool were going to win that, that final. And in particular, I think what basically what was the icing on the cake was the um, the... Like the in the lead up to the game, the interviews that I was watching yeah. for for the different players, I saw the um the interview that Mo Salah had with uh, Gary Lineker, and he was talking about um uh, uh, Harry Kane, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, Harry Kane was the yeah. top scorer in the league mm-hmm. before I came. Remember, yeah. I was yeah. so yeah, yeah. it's it's like such a confidence about mm-hmm. himself, about you know the the, the statement that he's making yeah, and what he's doing in the Premier League. Well, yeah. It's not arrogance. He's you know he's saying it in jest, but you know that he means what he's mm-hmm. saying. He really believes in his ability and what he's able to bring to the club. And then I watched an interview from um, Trent Alexander Arnold and um, and Robertson, and for me. Just hearing them speak about the game, about their approach to the game, that was enough for me to understand these are guys that are not coming to lose. Like, there, there, there is no other option for these guys. You know, like, the, uh, uh, again, like Dot said before, it was all the mentality, 100%. And what, after I heard them speak, I thought, 
No, these, yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, these guys know what they came in for. So, well, I just want to make one final point. I just want to go through the 11 that started um, yesterday Mm. and where they've come from. I mean, the goalkeeper was at Roma. Mm -hmm. Um, The right back was from the academy. Mm -hmm. The centre back was from Schalke. Another centre back was from Southampton. The left back was from Hull. Mm -hmm. The midfield was from Sunderland, Newcastle, and Monaco. And the front three were from Roma, Hoffenheim and Southampton. And we keep mentioning Klopp, but I think this is a testament to the recruitment team and how the whole team is run. No, 100%. I I, I agree with that. I I agree with that. And um, (laughs) Do you know what? The the one other thing that I I think we we passed up, because we were talking about the worst performance for for Spurs, Mm. which were Kane, uh, um, Ericsson and Ali. Really, really quickly, I just want you guys to give me a give me a name or names. Who were the worst performers for Liverpool yesterday? Firmino or Ronaldo. Obviously, Firmino, 50-50 coming back from injury and whatnot, but given the chance that he had, he didn't really take the opportunity mm-hmm. that was given to him. Ronaldo, game just passed him by. One of his away games that was the game just passed him by. I didn't see him. I actually didn't see him touch the ball. (laughs) Again, I think that's why because Liverpool didn't play through the midfield. Mm. They just just sat up as a base. Yeah, Yeah, just went long channels and route one. Yeah. Fair point. Okay, so now we've um, we've had a review of the uh, the Champions League. I think it's only fitting that we have a review of. Uh, the Europa League final as well that was played earlier on in the week. Um, again, I'm sure it is common, well, it should be common knowledge. Uh, again, if you, don't, if, you, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't know, then again, you live under a rock, maybe a United fan. Let's just perhaps. call it the battering in Baku. The battering in Baku, indeed. Um, so obviously, um, Arsenal losing 4-1 in the final. Um Courtesy of a uh, uh, a, virtu- a virtuoso <laughs> performance from their their talisman Eden Hazard. He certainly was a hazard to the Arsenal team and defence and regard. Um, where where do we want to start the discussion? Um, I mean, it was nil nil up until half time, and it seemed as though Arsenal capitulated in the second half. What do you, what are you? Can what we are please you? have a word with your wafer about? the Champions League and Europa League setup and how awful it's been in terms of uh, ticket arrangements and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, um, Arsenal and Chelsea sent back how many thousands of tickets? And did you hear what happened? Well, six, six apparently, thousand. the Baku officials were so embarrassed by the empty seats that they started letting people in for, for free. Really? Without oh. UEFA's consent. I'm not That's surprised. Crazy. That's embarrassing. I tuned into the game, I was thinking... Bro, is this like one of those Asia yeah, yeah, friendly yeah, yeah. in the summer or something? Yeah, exactly. Didn't feel like a yeah, like European a final, final yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, and then there was obviously the track around the pitch yeah, and the, yeah, the, the, the fans were like so, so far, far away from everything. Yeah. Yeah, just I said, someone said that you might as well have more thorough running around while they're playing the same. But in terms of how the game went, the first half, I don't think there was. I think Arsenal looked more threatening side in the first half. Mm. I think they had the better chances. Um, I can remember off the top of my head the Abamyang chance that he sliced wide. Um, I don't really remember too many chances from Chelsea. 
Was the Giroud mm. chance? Was that yeah. the first half? Only Tick had to make a save, but yeah, 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 had yeah. a few openings yeah. on the left. But, but certainly, but the, yeah, the, the, the no, better chances yeah. came from Arsenal in the first half. With Kalasinac in particular, you know, he was getting a lot of joy early on uh, down that flank, um, but was just wasteful in terms of his final ball and delivery. Yeah, the second half it just looked like Arsenal had eleven Mustafis. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was poor and they didn't even play and, oh, um, yes. to be fair to me he's been one of their better centre no, backs in recent you, you, weeks you, you, you I know you check dirty you terrible. didn't check dirty check was check well was check, check, check was the check only was okay good, check, yeah. check was ten good. Mustafis ten Mustafis <laughs> actually I thought check was going to let some goals in and yeah, yeah, I thought that was a big talking point beforehand because yeah. as soon as I saw that, and, that, and that's it because you know I think everyone knows now that he's going to be well he, he, he Chelsea want him to go back to be like the director yeah, of football or whatever yeah, yeah. so I was thinking this is certainly a conflict of interest man he's already decided that he's going to be going or whatever like why are we playing him in the final he's not even our best goalkeeper so yeah, yeah I was I, was I think he just did it because he's been playing the whole tournament yeah yeah, yeah. and to be fair to him he put in he, a, a good yeah. yeah. I mean he, could, he, he shipped been, four goals yeah. he could have, he could have so been so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it Absolutely. I think that was um, a damning indictment to where this Arsenal team are actually at um, I was speaking with Budge yeah, mm. earlier in the week and I was like you had two chances to get into the top four and you failed on both occasions. And at the start of the season, I think Arsenal fans could have accepted not going into the Champions League because you can hold your hands up and say there's at least probably four teams better than you, mm. squad-wise. But when you get your team in the position and you are odds-on to get third place mm-hmm. and you end up fifth and then you reach the closing stages of the Europa League, as in you start to arrive in the semi-final and you fell on both occasions, serious questions need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Because Emre's remit at the start of the season is, I get the best out of what I have. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of manager I see Emre. He's mm-hmm. not a manager to overhaul a squad or to be transformative with mm-hmm. a squad and mm-hmm. rebuild a whole squad. His remit was, get Arsenal back into the top four. Mm-hmm. Your remit is, I'm the specialist in the Europa League. I win the Europa League. This mm. is my competition. I'm the king of it. So for you to go to a final and get dispatched in that manner, I think it's embarrassing mm-hmm. to, to see that. And I mean, I know I, I place a lot of blame on the manager usually, but again, some of these players need to look at themselves in the mirror mm-hmm. because what we're seeing at Arsenal is not good enough. Mm-hmm. And what the problem is, what the problem is... is terrible. He needs to go. What the problem is... picture of him at the end of the game slumped on the bench <laughs> yeah. and there's a picture of Emre looking on the pitch you know discombobulated and perplexed I mean mm-hmm. Emre came out after the game and he said that you know what some players need to leave yeah. and he needs to put his own stamp on this team because out of the starting 11 how many players should survive yeah, I can't honestly. think of many you know you've got Torreira you've got the two strikers I mm-hmm. mean those strikers were let down. I mean, they must be looking around. Yeah, but they were poor. They're, they're meant to be your match winners. Yeah, but with, with no service. Yeah, well, no service. Step up. No, no. You need the service. They need the service to be able to respond. No service. And Lacazette is the only the only attacker that they have that is probably like what technically capable of dropping in. Yeah, but the problem is with those two players, they didn't even look busy during the game. They didn't look busy like they were ever trying to make something happen. Butch, I don't know if you agree with that, but they wasn't busy. Yeah. At least no, I agree. How, and, and, how, and how busy would you look playing in the Arsenal team? Yeah. How, how, imagine how disheartening it is mm. seeing all those players behind you that are 
basically dead weight, more or less. And the thing about it for me, from an Arsenal fan perspective, is they travelled. It took them so many hours to get. And it cost there. a lot of money. Yeah, and the players pretty penny, put in honestly. a half yeah. half effort. Mm, they didn't yeah. look fast. They lost the game. It was like, okay, yeah, we lost. No problem. I mean, fight for the shirt. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about Tottenham and Liverpool. Those are teams that really fight to the end. And, you know, their fans are proud of them. Mm. But as an Arsenal fan, would I be proud of this team? And the answer is no. Mm. It was a terrible, tepid performance. And yeah. yes. questions will be asked of Una Emre. Do I think he should go? Right, no. Please. I don't oh. think he should. But the budget that Arsenal are apparently giving him, they're going to fall further and further behind the other yeah, teams that they the problem. Problem. That's, that's, that's a big that problem. I see, if they don't win this cup final, I see them going into the doldrums. Because mm. Leicester are 80 million away from, from bridging that gap. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? There's, yes. There'll be no surprise if Esther, if Leicester invests in the summer. Leicester, I potentially feel they can they can catch up to Leicester, Arsenal. I think Leicester might have a better eleven than Arsenal do Arsenal on do, paper. Yes. I can't and, argue and, with that. And also, they, where, where the problem is with a team like Leicester is that they don't have that big team mentality. Yeah, they that's they that's they where the problem is. Yeah. But if you look at player for player, it's not. They have a very. very they, they, I mean, there are there are easily man. I could list a whole list of players that I would. Take, take from Leicester, from Leicester in a heartbeat yeah. like I can think of now at least five or six yeah. easily yeah, that come into talking, our first yeah. 11 like yeah. coming to our first 11 like and that's honestly and also Newcastle yeah. apparently is going to be bought by uh, by the Man City yeah, 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 yeah. or something like that with Rafa Benitez getting money to spend it could, that, could it be, could be, be yeah, for, yeah. Yeah. not even just for Arsenal, for, for Chelsea, United, United yeah. all those other teams that are not basically... You, you, you know what? Liverpool. You've spoken a lot about Arsenal. I want to talk about Chelsea, uh, Mauricio Sarri and Hazard mm-hmm. as well. I mean, Sarri, if he leaves, he conquered England. Good, we have to good, be honest. Because good on him. He should yes, leave. He's, 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 his stock is improved. Yes, his stock is improved. Because yeah, if yeah. you look at City and Liverpool, they're streets ahead. And as yeah. I said, maybe four or five weeks ago... He can say, what, well, I'm the best of the rest. Mm-hmm. And that's a big accolade. And to win your maiden trophy. Yeah. I mean, I saw him looking at his medal. It was like a oh, six-year-old. Yeah, it was touching. Someone that's paid their dues in yeah. the banking world to come into football and, you know, go into finals, lose. And to, yeah, so if he leaves, it serves Chelsea right. Because the way mm. he's been treated throughout the season. I remember there was a game at Cardiff. The fans were like, we want Sarri out. And it's it's been a, a marriage of convenience, sort mm-hmm. of. And I think it's very it, unfair because here it's a cup final. Mm-hmm. He lost it, okay, against City. That's understandable. On penalties as well. On penalties. He finished third in the league. Everybody knew the league was between Man City and Liverpool. Yeah. So basically, he won the other league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he won the Europa League. Yeah. You can't really ask much more of yeah, a, a season, uh, a manager in his first I, season. I've always said that with Sarri, he's the one that fills me with the most confidence mm-hmm. outside the top three managers in the league. And when I say top three, I mean um, Pep, Klopp and Poch. He's the one that I always trusted that if you give him time, he can turn it around. And he was getting slated at Sarri's start when he doesn't change his formation, he doesn't change tactics. But that's what makes a great manager. Yeah. And Stop. if you give him time to build, I honestly feel he can bridge that gap and get Chelsea challenging. But unfortunately, it looks like it's not going to work out and he's going to be going off to Juventus. Yes. I mean, Chelsea are such a fractious camp at the moment. You've got mm-hmm. your manager leaving. You've got your best player leaving. You've mm-hmm. got a transfer embargo. So, poor, they could be set for a spell in the doldrums. And mm-hmm. it's funny the way <laughs> the whole system works. They get a new manager. They win something. They rebound. So, I think... Hazard, it looks like he's going to rail. What are they going to yeah. do? They've already got Pulisic coming in. 
Um, he was quite open about it at the end of the yeah, game as well. Yeah, when, yeah, he was, when he was when he was when he was being interviewed oh, by a reporter, he was he was like, "Yeah, this could be this could be goodbye." You know, yeah, it mm. should be if he gets his yeah. way. If the clubs can agree a fee, then obviously he'll be moving on to pastures new. Mm. And there was a picture of him in Madrid. I think posing with yeah, a shirt yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, Madrid shirt. So yeah, yeah. that looks like it's done and dusted. So mm. where does this leave Chelsea without a manager potentially, without your best player, mm. and with a transfer embargo with Hudson Odoi injured, with Ruben Loftus Cheek injured as well. But what I would say is that this Hazard has been a terrific servant. I mean, he's done some things that I can. Yeah, he's he's done some things on the football pitch that not many people can can do and. He's been an amazing player for Chelsea and he will be missed by the Premier League. And you will say over the last seven to eight years, he's been one of the greats in the Premier League. And one thing I will say as well on Hazard is when I speak to Chelsea fans, they say, you know what, he's paid his dues. He's been mm. professional. He's played the game with a smile on his face. He hasn't upset the camp. You know what, let him pursue yeah, his dream. Yeah. He's at that age where this is probably the last opportunity for mm. him to pursue what he wants to pursue, which is to play in Spain. So you know what? Let him go. And that's how it should be, man. There should be a good marriage between the, the two parties when mm. the players departing. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, and just to, to wrap this, this one up in case anyone else had something that they wanted to add. But one thing I wanted to do is go back to Arsenal. Um, oh, finally. Just, <laughs> just because it's, it's been... still it's been, fresh. Of course, they are still fresh. I'm still looking for my wounds similar to my brother here, Ishmael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down in the ship alone, man. <laughs> we still want a title, though. <laughs> so, um, the, the, the reason why I, I wanted to, to finish on this is because it's been something that one, we've been speaking about for some time and two, because it's, it's been on my mind for this whole week. And I, I remember um, going on record and saying that um, the like the even though Liverpool and Arsenal were both in similar positions with respect to their the games that they were playing, the the key difference was the mentality. Now I I mean I'm I'm someone who likes to look at things in 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 real detail and like pay attention to certain things. Perhaps I I, I might overdo it and overcook it sometimes, but. In particular, when I was looking at that final, I was what I was looking at the body language, the facial expressions of the players at Arsenal. Mm. For me, the only person that I saw who was absolutely in bits, like he was oh, yeah. ruined, was Torreira. He mm. was so he was in tears about the manner of, uh, of the defeat. Mm. When the full time whistle was blown, I looked at all of the players, and it none of the, I mean, of course, no one, not everyone's gonna cry. Mm. But I would have, I would have expected to see a lot more emotion from from, from across the board from the yeah, players, that's, that's and saying, and it, yeah, it yeah. feel it it felt almost as though what 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 that read to me was simply this: Torreira is upset because he's the only player that feels as though he could have like we should have done better. He's he's better than this. He, he should have won that final. He has, has that will to win. He has that will. Do you understand? And but that's that's interesting you say that because. I saw Oba and Laka at the end of the game and they looked vacant in their yeah, eyes. They were motionless, like, they were like empty. Almost like they accepted, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah hands, you know. Like, maybe maybe, yeah, maybe this is our level. Maybe, you know, we're, we're, we're not good enough to think. And, and that's the difference in mentality, which for me is one of the biggest issues that we have at Arsenal. Like, that mentality, it, it has to change. And of course, as we've, we've well, said before, it stems and from... That's what, it, it comes from yeah. the top. Yeah. It's the owners, the manager, it's like a conveyor belt and it's just mm. passing negative messages throughout. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is. The players chucked in a 
performance that we saw under Winger in his mm. later days that man we're just blown away no problem we'll go back yeah. home gonna go on holiday Dubai Marbella forget about that's it, interesting back. is because at the beginning you saw the Emre effect because the players were now mm. uncomfortable mm. three months four months you start getting back into your old habits mm. and you old become comfortable hard. Yeah. old habits die hard yeah man. yeah yeah absolutely Right, so um, like I did earlier, I brought my uh, my brother Ishmael into uh, in in in, <laughs> in I brought him into the conversation. He's grabbing now, my neck. <laughs> I think I think I think yeah, that's that's a that's a great segue for us to to to, to move over, um, and and speak about Barcelona. Now, I I want to go on record and apologize to you, Ishmael, because I feel like I had a hand in this somewhat. Um, we're calling, we're so calling. Yeah, like, I was so double, sure man. that you guys were going to get the double, and and we'd be having a very different conversation now. So if I, uh, you know, I jinxed anything, then I, 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 I want to go on record and, and apologize. But um, please, like, let's let's break down that Copa del Rey final between uh, Barcelona <laughs> and Valencia. What what went wrong? Like how. How have you not come out at the end of the season with... with what with right? <laughs> <laughs> the better team won. The team that deserved it. The team that wanted it more. They mm-hmm. wanted to have a title back. They had a great performance in the first half. It could have been 2-3 now. It was 2 now. It could have been a bit more. Mm-hmm. Second half, Messi got angry. Messi wanted <laughs> something more. And Messi, want, Messi tried to actually win it. Malcolm, the player that I've said all season that he deserved a bigger chance to play more mm-hmm. he's the only one that also came out in the second half and said okay let me try something different and mm-hmm. Vidal because he's been the best the best midfielder in the last what three months what's happened to Arthur Arthur yeah. he's he's is coming a stumbling in block? he's coming in and coming out because of his injuries mm-hmm. and they say he's put on weight as well I was reading some of that he's put I on don't kilos I don't know what diet is he's following or something but <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because of the injuries because he's all muscular injuries yeah. so probably they're coming in coming out this guy only gives him 60 minutes all the time so he doesn't get in a, in a rhythm mm. then the formation that he put out it wasn't really working and the best midfield that you had all this time he's been Arturo Vidal, yeah? He's the one that has to start that game. You could play Arthur, yeah? yeah. Or not play him or drop a racketed, drop someone or drop Busquets. But the game that um, this guy were actually playing, Valencia, you knew what they were going to do. And you knew you didn't have a striker, so Arturo Vidal has to play because he's the one that is going to go into that space to try and attack those balls. You know what I mean? So Has he still got saying. the legs to, to do that? Or? Yes, he's got the legs. He's so old season. But mm. I'm telling you... Because when he was at Anfield, I saw him playing like he was on a walking stick. Oh. Yeah, but that was Vidal. Vidal was his best player. Vidal was his best player. Busquets was on the walking stick. Busquets was on the walking stick. I'm very happy with the season. I'm pulling your leg in, You know what's funny? When I look at it... Arturo Vidal is probably the only player in that Barcelona team that I would associate with fight hard and when you say he's probably one of the best players I think that speaks volumes for the rest of the team because he's the only one with heart so heart's winning the day that South American culture they've got They've come him, from nothing. Him and Suarez are probably the only ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, d- I don't know. The team the team looked lost and the team was missing that heart from Arturo Vidal and the only one that has it is on the bench. So it, it was already wrong. 
when you start, when you put that formation again, I'll put Sergi Roberto again. He's still not <laughs> learning. He's not a, learning why, from his Why did you do that? No, he put Sergi Roberto as a winger and then Semedo. And then, because we were losing 2 now, he made a change. He, te- he took off again Semedo and left Sergi Roberto as a right back again. <laughs> this guy. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I mean all the time. And you guys think I'm, oh, I'm exaggerating or something. Yeah, but no. you can't say Roberto is the reason why you lost the game. No, no, no I'm not saying that Roberto, I'm not saying that Roberto is... is there the, needs to be radical changes yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah, Barcelona yeah. Yes, team. of course, mm. but mm. you cannot keep playing players in the wrong position. You know what I mean? They That's is, what I said. Yeah, all, <laughs> yeah, the, is, yeah. all the time you're playing a player that can't defend in the, in, as a right back. When you have mm. a right back that is good enough to play. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Then, the second half was a bit strange because we had chances to actually equal the game and then they had chances when it was the last five minutes to actually score two or three goals because we the, even the keeper was a problem. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy. But I think they deserve, to, they deserve to win. So what needs to happen in the summer? Tell us. Who goes? Who stays? Literally. He's, 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 stay? he's, he's, who should go or who is actually going? <laughs> he wants to get rid of Valverde right now. Who should go? Suarez? Why, why, why won't Valverde, Valverde go? Because the president wants him to stay, basically. And the players are happy. Because big players here, yeah? mm-hmm. like you guys were talking about Harry Kane, mm. when they actually have the power to say, okay, this guy's not leaving. And it doesn't matter who you are because you're not bigger than me. You cannot do nothing. He's so not that big. means, are you saying that Messi is a bigger figure than the manager? Yeah, of course. So you're saying that, and I made the point on the Tapping Podcast and I got pelters. I said that Harry Kane is bigger than Pochettino. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yes. Who's, who's Pochettino in the, in the football world? Not as a manager, as a player. Hmm. Who was he? And, no, and, and Harry Kane is in his country with his press. Mm. Who's gonna go against him? He's the. No, I think it's completely different. Mm. But then you said that Harry Kane should get the job. Yeah. Harry Kane, because of what I saw yesterday, obviously Harry Kane playing ninety minutes that shows he's got the power and. Yeah. So that says that he's the bigger yeah. figure because I said if Poch had his way, he doesn't who's play gonna, Kane. Who is going you. to tell Messi not to do this when with all he's done uh, for the club? If yeah, Messi yeah. wants uh, Messi yeah, already me, Messi, wait, 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 wait. we've seen no. what Messi's done in the game Harry Kane's done virtually nothing yeah, win gold but you need to That's think of point. Neymar already uh, Messi already lost Neymar Messi don't want to lose uh, Busquets and, uh, and Suarez or PK that's the, that's the, that's the bigger problem mm. Messi didn't want Neymar gone you know what I mean mm-hmm. so if another of his boys leaves knowing that he's got all the power he's going to be like what am I doing here like mm. I'm not using my power the right way. Uh, That's what he's doing right now. He wants Valverde gone because he's got the power to do whatever they want. Some of the players have blamed uh, Suarez and Messi, saying that um, they didn't really lead the team how they should lead the team, uh, which might be right. Suarez has had a bit of a stinker this season, though. Yes. What about PK then? Isn't he one of the leaders and stalwarts? Busquets, yes. Alba, these are guys that have played a lot no? of games. Uh, yes, but... They all follow Messi because Alba is really close with Messi. PK is known Messi since he was 16. Mm. You know what I mean? They have the power in the dressing room. So what do you think needs to happen mm. for Barcelona to return to the lofty heights? I know you mentioned Marino. Winning leagues. Yeah. So what do you think needs to happen? Well, winning leagues easily. 
That's not the problem. Yeah. So the what, problem, what is the problem? problem? Is Why is there discontent in the, the, in the Barcelona is, camp? Why the problem not... is that we lost our identity. The football they play, we played. Like, think about when we face you, when you beat us 4-0, yeah? You can lose that game, yeah? That's, that's normal. You, you can lose a football game, yeah? But you cannot look like if you're Hull City or something like that. No. Oh, yeah. so like, so like the yeah. first leg when we lost and we still played well. So exactly, mm. that's that's that, that's what I mean all the time. Mm. Like in football, you're going to lose because it's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. But you have three midfielders that were uh, Vidal, um, Rakitic, and Busquets. Busquets. Yeah. Who's got the legs in there? Mm. Only Vidal. I remember Vidal putting in tackles on Mane. Yeah, trying to, yeah, trying to trying to lift the team. When a Barcelona has legs in the midfield they didn't really have legs Busquets when he was younger had yes but Xavi and Iniesta used to control the game so if you don't but have you the players on here that Arthur is a is a mix between the two players yes and now you're going against yes yes but this guy does, but he don't that's, play. He don't play. that's my point yeah. he doesn't play him but maybe the manager is seeing something that you're not fit no, so you're not it's playing. not because he that. was your, he it's was not... arguably one of your best players leading up to January, right? Yes, but the problem is he doesn't. He's a defensive manager, but he doesn't know how to defend, how to actually yeah, set up the team to defend. Sergio Roberto, right back for me. I think mm, anyone yes. can see that this Against. guy's not right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so I, I, I don't know. Like, but no one said that when he was instrumental for the I've, for the PSG I've turnaround. said I've said that no, for no years. I have, he played right back that game. I have a group. He, he, I, he I, played I, right back that game, right? Uh, yes. I have so, a I have a group chat with uh, my cousins and my family that support Barca. You're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no you're comparing Valverde to Emery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like no, like we've said for a long time. So Roberto can be in the team. That's not a problem, yeah. Mm. But on the bench. He shouldn't be a starting. <laughs> he shouldn't be a starting Champions League semi-finals like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's 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 my point of view. So players like Rakitic, Busquets, or Vidal, mm-hmm. they are good team players. Yes, but they can't control games like they used to anymore. Mm. Because you reach to an age that Messi's played the least games this season. That in the past ten seasons, yeah. to be fresh, to actually reach at, yeah. at that yeah, football. So young point, I, th- I think I think that's where the game's evolving now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, obviously we had the tiki taka phase. I think now now it's just pace and power. Yes. Mm. Like everything's a lot more physical, a lot more like. But, but and someone like Sissoko is benefiting yeah, from, from, the from the changes. But realistically, it was before the tiki taka was also physical yeah. as well. So I think it's not only that. I don't think. I think teams now they have the physical ability and the, as well as, yeah, as yeah. the skills. Yeah. So I don't know. Like Rakitic, for example, said, "Oh yeah, the young is coming back. He's not taking my position." Mm. Like, who are you to say that he's not <laughs> taking your position? Are you the manager? Do you, like do, you, do, you, do you trip. Yeah, yeah, do you own so the club to say, "Okay, he's coming"? Yeah, but I'm telling you, like, he's not in my position. So what needs to happen for this to be nipped into the bud in the summer? I mean? Is it Mourinho? Is it? Allegri, what do you want? I wouldn't like. I wouldn't want Allegri. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, bring Wenger in, innit? Do, Wenger. do you, do you, is, is it Wenger? Uh, the club is lost. Was the young was the young a signing from Valverde or from Valverde? Valverde is nobody. He's, Valverde, he's they, no tell, they, they tell him this player and this player and this player is coming. And he's, yeah, but isn't that what so, isn't that what a first team coach is? No, 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 no. 
the president said, I'm going to sign this prayer, this prayer, and this prayer, and you're going to have you're to work from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's from there. It is. I still can't understand why everyone wants him to stay why the president wants him to stay because they get him. what they want but but he's but, he's failing at the like moment there is a conspiracy there is a conspiracy there that this president wants the, the, the actual team to fail like there is a conspiracy saying really? that yes so I don't know like, he, he, think like, of a supply teacher you have a supply teacher everyone has a field goal factor we get to do what we want we get to control the classroom mm. the minute your teacher comes back there's rules again so of course they're going to be happy because Messi can do what he wants. Suarez can probably come late to training. Nothing happens. But I think but no I matter that, what the manager is at Barcelona, Messi will always be number one. No. Of course. Yeah, I believe. I, I think, think that's the will. case. But, but when, when Guardiola was there, he wasn't number one. Even yeah, Luis Enrique yeah, to a degree. I remember him having yes. fallouts with Messi, exactly. dropping him like, mm, yeah. you need I to mean, lay down the law. I no matter how good a player Messi, is. Like Messi now, he decides when he rests and when he plays. Mm. Before it wasn't used to be like if Luis Enrique didn't want to play him, he wouldn't play him. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, but I think as his stature's grown a bit over the last few years, I think he's no, come the most. No, I, think, no. I think he has. That's his stature what I mean. hasn't but grown. Yeah. Messi's messy. Messi's been messy for the past ten years. Like yeah, it's not about as stature growth. Yeah, that saying, Luis Enrique time was peak Messi. That was the best Messi. Yeah, but Messi's no, always number no. one at Barcelona. Messi's at number oh, one. Okay, I know he had the pet time and then. Also, that was, he, he was a better Messi than the what Tito, we're seeing now. The Tito Villanova Messi, that's something that I will never see again. That's the best Messi I've seen. That guy won games by himself mm. week in, week out. Even, like, that time, yeah, Messi was playing injured. Messi came came in and Messi won games injured. I remember, mm. I remember that. Ultimately, the, what I'm still struggling to get my head around is, okay, I get the whole fact that um, people and players can do what they want under Valverde, right? But ultimately, the fact remains that he is failing, given the fact that the league is expected. Barcelona are expected to deliver the league every single year, right? They they failed with uh, the Champions League and in the, in the manner in which they exited the competition, both last season and this season. They've lost to Val- Valencia in the Copa del Rey final. So, are we saying then that the players' desire to be free and do what they please overrides their desire to win competitions? Um, do you understand my, my, my question? Because I, I understand your question, but for example, players are saying that we are too used to win titles and that's the biggest problem. Mm. And it's not about us being so used to... So there's no like, competition. I, yeah. think, I think they suffer from the same thing that Bayern and Juve suffer from. Mm-hmm. In the fact that Obviously, you got your Atletico Madrid and your Real Madrid in the league, but as you said, the league's pretty much a given for Barcelona, mm-hmm. so there's hardly any competition apart from Real Madrid and Atletico that you're going to play twice in what, however many mm. yes. long. And obviously, you come to Champions League, you're in your group stages, three out of the four teams, probably, again, average size that you're not going to have to step your game up for. Mm-hmm. Round 16, you might have to step it up a bit. And then obviously by the time you have to, like, you realise you're in a game, you're like, oh shit, like, we're actually playing, like, mm. a decent side. It's too little, too late. Yeah. But what I don't understand is how, for example, they turn it up from one game to another. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the difference when they play Tottenham. Tottenham away, that game was mm, so They put in a good. clinic. Mm. That, that was a clinic. So, like, what's so the difference good. of you being able to do that? 
against Tottenham and you going to Liverpool and looking like if you are a semi-pro team. I think uh, it's, it's a, Anfield. Anfield. the issue with the pot. Anfield. <laughs> what? Anfield. The atmosphere, isn't it? It's no, so, so, teams go so what was Roma then? It's different times. What was Juve? The same season against Juve and, and PSG. They lost 4-0 and 3-0. Yeah, yeah, but look at the team. You know look I mean? at the team that come to Anfield and they're just like, raw, like we're actually in the game. Yes. Aside from the Champions League, most teams would probably beat us. Well, well actually, not, not beat us, but they would give us a better game. Mm. Like, City in the Champions League, was it three, like three goals in that like five minutes? Yes. Yeah. How many times did you see that happen to City in the league? Hardly ever. But PSG. That, that game, yeah, against uh, City, mm. uh, it was different. You know what I mean? It actually got to them. But those players have been in that position. Like, the City players were new in that in the Champions League at that moment. Mm. This Barca team has been through everything. Mm. There's yeah. World Cup winners in there. There's Messi's been in finals in the World Cup. Messi's been in finals in the mm, South American Cup. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to see nothing new. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? They already, they already play against... Uh, Liverpool. Messi already played against Liverpool when uh, we won one nail, but we still went out. So, so it's nothing you, new that he's experiencing. Do you think the players have gone soft? Yes, very soft. Basically... They don't mind not winning now. Yes, mm. like they want so much that that's what I mean. Like they need new faces in that in that oh, in the club. Okay. So that fire. So there's that, no yes. motivation. There's no gone. motivation for yes. them. Yes, I, I don't know. It's it's different. You see the the way the Spanish team ended his supremacy. Mm. It's, it's the oh, same. It's the, it's the same okay. way that Barca is ending his supremacy, mm. and the same way that Real Madrid ended his supremacy. So, so do you think Messi has another Champions League left in him, or do you think? Depends on depends on on, on who is in, who is the manager of that team. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this could rumble on and on. <laughs> Fair play. So, uh, just looking at the time, um, I think we 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 need to uh, to round up really quickly now. Um, I want to bring back a segment that we um, introduced a, a few weeks back, um, which was where will they end up next. So, I'm gonna. Um, just basically give you guys a list of um, players and I want you guys to give me um, your your thoughts on where um, that player will end up next season. Um, I think this it will be a great place to start off with Gareth Bell, given the fact that he's had a lot of tensions with um, Zidane this, this season. He's fallen out of favour um, and, and it looks as though, you know, it... it Maybe maybe the yeah the honeymoon period is is, is now come to an end. Um, in your opinion, guys, do you feel that he stays at Madrid next season, or do you think there's another club that he's? Do you mean to? Do you mean in the B team or nah. or what? <laughs> yeah, stays in Madrid playing golf and getting paid. Okay, so that's yeah, that's I think, the other I think, option. I think, yeah, I think he's gonna stay. I don't think not no one none of the big teams in Europe would want to take the gamble on getting Bell paying his wages mm, and then for him I to agree. be in the treatment room for three quarters of the yeah, season. Yeah. Mm. I thought you had a, you were saying China maybe? Yeah, yeah, I was saying that I think he'll go and get earn some yen in China. <laughs> I mean, if, because if Zidane, the way Zidane has tactically said, you know what, even if I had a full substitute, Bell <laughs> wouldn't have came onto mm. the pitch and so he's going to train with the reserves. I don't know what's happened there. How on earth are things got so bad? Aside. Because his, his talent is undeniable. We've yeah. seen what Bell can do. Mm. So how has he fought and, and, and what he's done already at Real Madrid? 
You know, it was just what twelve months ago that we were looking yeah, at the goals that he was scoring yeah. in the, in the Champions League final. I, so how was he falling so far out of favour? I don't really know what's the problem in there, but that's when a play a manager doesn't really like a player. Mm. That's the same way when we sold Eto. Mm. Eto was still for at his no peak yeah. for no reason. Just man said no feeling. You don't have to have feeling. Mm. He comes in, he scores goals. That's all you need. I he wins games. I think it's got something to do with the fact that apparently Bell doesn't speak the it's language. The language yeah. He doesn't want to immerse immerse himself into the Madrista mm. style of life. He often spends time alone. Mm. He only really talks to Modric. So maybe Zidane wants to cultivate a great working ambience and Bell that's doesn't the want same, to yeah, that's, that's, had, that's, that's the same he, ambient that won through Champions League. He had Bell. He's had mm. Bell. Bell is not a brand new player to Zidane. Yes. He's won him Champions League. Two Champions League. Three in a row. It seems over so, time that Zidane just got cold feet with him. And just the relationship like is broken yeah, down like and that's it. Yeah. There's no repairing. Fair point. Okay. Next player now. Daniel Sturridge. Again, it's like you just want us to say China, Budge. Like he's another one. Do you think he's going to go to Leicester? Leicester, maybe MLS. I think he'll he's a hipster. I think maybe Leicester. Or like a mid. I don't think that's a bad move for him, to be honest. West Ham. I was thinking more of like maybe one of the promoted teams. Maybe they can have a look at him. They would kill his body. Maybe another Andy Carroll. Another Jack Wilshire. How about him? Where, did you think he, he stays at um, West Ham? He's got a three-year contract, finish, right? Isn't he got two, three-year contract? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to stay. He released some footage about it, like him doing some training the other day. Mm-hmm. I read about him. Who else that? Was it Owen Hargreaves? Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just Those are players that they know that they're on their last, <laughs> last legs. So, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Fair play. And um, finally, in fact, I've got two more. Um, first one of which is Skodro Mustafi. Arsenal. You think he stays at Arsenal? Yeah. Inter. For the simple fact is, Arsenal don't have money to replace a centre back, and mm. he's the only one that stays fit. He played like thirty <laughs> games for yeah. you last season. Everyone else is unreliable and injured, mm. so it doesn't I, make sense selling your most reliable player when you haven't got the funds. To I buy think another. I think he's gonna join the. Um, Prospect of the week team on a full time <laughs> basis. <laughs> um, to be fair, I think Mustafi, I think he's going to go back to Germany, probably a Munchen Gladbach or Leverkusen or somewhere like that. Just a mid table or a team competing for the Europa League because let's be honest, his time that, like, in England has been riddled with comical errors and farcical errors. So I think we won't be seeing Mustafi in the Prem come August. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> and I want to finish with one last one. That is Toby Alderweireld. I think I think he stays. Yeah. He currently has a uh, a twenty five million release clause, and he's re- he's not he's rejecting signing any contracts at the moment. Well, I don't know. That's and I think he's got what a year left on his contract. Uh, I think Tottenham need to revamp their defense. I think he will leave. I'll um, take him at Liverpool. I see him going Italy, but I think if Man United had any sort of sense, I think they should be looking at that. Yeah, but he wouldn't want he wouldn't want to play at Man United right now. Yeah, no. Why would you Europa League, Champions League, United. Europa League. Yes. Um, unless, unless the champ- manager doesn't fill you with any confidence. Unless he goes back to Atletico. Tell him to come Liverpool. I don't know. Ben Lovren, fam. Bring him in for be, what, third choice? Matip, I think Matip, what he's proved, I think all the railroads on his way down, 
and Matip, what he's been showing. Yeah, that's fine. We can have a bit of experience. How old is Matip now, then? 27, I would think. 27, mm. 28. So he's in the He's the same age as the He's the same. Yeah, yeah. But Alderby is the same age as well. No, he's at 30. I think 30, 31. Same as, same as, uh, what's his name as well, isn't it? The Tonga. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They need to revamp that defence. I mean, Trippier. They got Sanchez oh, and Foy Finnick for the future. Foy. I'm ready to be calamitous. I like both of them, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Foy. Foy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like, he's he's had like my birthday too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's had some haphazard performances. So. I think he's fought... Uh, gra- I think he's related to Potts. He's, 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 he's got attributes. He just needs to hone in. He's still a bit green. Yeah, yeah. He just needs yeah, to hone he's in. Young, he's a young player. player. He, can, he, can, he can develop, certainly. Fourth. <laughs> right, unfortunately, listeners, that's, that's uh, all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for listening in to the episode up until this point. If you aren't yet following the uh, Twitter handle, please make sure you do. It's at podcast underscore TBG. Please engage with us, like, comment, share, retweet, all the rest of it using our hashtag, which is hashtag, hashtag TBGpod. Um, maybe we can get the um, listeners' uh, views on, on some of these players and where they'll end up. You know, Maybe we can get some, yeah. some polls going this week and, and hear what they have to yeah, say. We love a bit of engagement on this platform. 100%. So, so please do engage with us and, and, and share the episodes with you know, your family, your friends, your work colleagues and all the rest of it, man. Six times. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> and also come with the vocals. Absolutely, man. Well, again, congratulations to you Liverpool fans. Well done on, on, on winning that that sixth European trophy. Um, and I think that there's nothing more to be said. Over and out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.